Welcome to the Next Week On Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Amy. We're married. And we love television. I even majored in it. This is your podcast home for episode-by-episode chats about some of broadcast television's greatest, or maybe just okay, series. It's our take on classic television peppered with some fun facts from IMDb and occasional anecdotes gleaned from Wikipedia. It's television from the era when you watched what was on three channels, or you did something productive. Hey, this is productive. Our first show was Vegas, which ran from 1978 to 1981 and starred Robert Urich as Dan Tanna, the best private eye on the strip. This is the theme song. Don't you love it? Let's get started. Okay, we're back. Episode 4 of Next Week On. Uh, episode 4 of Vegas, uh, Season 1. Uh, episode Mother Michigan. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. It's extra good. <laughs> yep. Lots of crazy stuff going on. It it embodies everything that makes Vegas just a crazy, wacky show. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, there's a promo beforehand. Uh, any thoughts on the promo? <laughs> that was fine. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're getting into it. They, they're getting better at it. The first one was exceptionally not good. Yeah. Um, there's a big explosion at the end and a big reveal for the big star yep. in the episode. Yep. Special guest star. Special guest star. Sid Caesar. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, the show of shows. Yeah. Very own. Yeah. That's exciting. That was the most exciting part of the uh, promo. Yeah. Everything else is kind of like what you'd expect. Like, oh no, someone's going to get me. Kaboom. Next week. Mm-hmm. So... Okay. Sid Caesar's making a wacky face for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. Tune in. Yep. Okay. So we're out of the promo. That was the best part. And into the episode. And uh, I'll take you in. A weird, a nice Cadillac pulls up to not a nice casino. I think we can assume this one is off this strip. The Silver Slipper. Uh, and what's what's the show the featured show is boy lesk (laughs) not not a cute joisy accent but boy less like burlesque but with boys so who knows what that was like in the 70s because there's like the um excuse me there's the the thunder down under in vegas now which i don't know if that counts as quote-unquote boy lesque but but burlesque is like you don't know they don't take their clothes off so i don't know it's <laughs> it's close enough it, the casino looks like it's kind of like the 99 cent shrimp cocktail yeah buses from arizona yeah the full boy of old people the boy lesk is like right at the end of the buffet line <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways set the scene um and we find binzer Yep. Binzer and Tana, um, they're they're trailing this Cadillac, and we find out the guy who drives the Cadillac is Fast Freddy. Mm-hmm. He uh, likes to spend a lot of money and drive nice cars, but he doesn't like to pay the bill on his cars. So Binzer and Tana need to repo the Cadillac, and Tana's like, I don't usually have to take jobs like this, but I want <laughs> I want the opportunity to give it to you. So you could earn some money. A quick $300, you just have to repo his car and take it to the finance company. It's easy. Easy. Super easy. Super easy. And Binzer's like, okay, yeah, I can do that. And we're into the B story immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I also, the, the Desert Inn was in the background and Wayne Newton was there. I wanted to add that. But that okay. wasn't part of the intro. That's top that, shelf. Yeah. That's not boyless. better than boyless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Donka Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they danced to Donka Shane at Boylesk, but it's different. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess it is different. <laughs> Don't tell Wayne. Anyways, so so we're into the B story right away. Binger's got to repo this car. I'm sure hilarity, hilarity will ensue. Um, and then uh, Angie comes on the CB to yeah. Dan and says, uh, what's a knish? <laughs> and uh, he's, Dan says, 
A kanish is a little meat pastry that weighs around 600 pounds, which is accurate. <laughs> and then we go, we cut to Tana's house to reveal uh, that a little old lady is cooking and Angie's on the CB watching her and it turns out to be uh, Mother Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she's well known to Dan Tana. <laughs> Very stereotypical Jewish lady, I want to add. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed this. This was one of the ones we watched uh, when it was on Decades, our, our binge on Decades. And I think I said at the time, I'm like, woof, that's a lot of uh, Jewish mother stereotypes in one character. I I made a star next to all of them in my notes, so we'll go through <laughs> them one by one as we go. <laughs> you made a star. I Yeah. I'm Jewish, so I uh, I noticed these things. Yes. So, yeah, so Angie's calling in, asking what Kanish is, and Mother Michigan's yelling, where's the duck fat to make <laughs> over the CB? Yeah. And Tana's like, what is going on? And then Mother Michigan yells about how someone's trying to kill her or harm her, and Tana needs to help. And Tana's like, oh, boy, okay, I'm on my way. And he peels out, leaving Binzer in the parking lot to Binzer's surprise. Well, that why well Dan went on his way because while they were on the CB radio, that's when the gorilla came. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Um, I think so. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure because I, I was. <laughs> Mother, mother. Yeah, Michigan, that's right. Mother that's Mich- right. Yeah. Mother Michigan is in danger. <laughs> Next line, gorilla? <laughs> Question okay. mark exclamation point. I, <laughs> I know. I, I put it in my notes the other way around, but that's right. Yeah, like so. Mother Michigan's asking about duck fat and all this other cooking stuff. Yeah. And a gorilla just walks into Tana's like, place. It's a gorilla. It's a real gorilla. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, to us, it's not a real gorilla. <laughs> and to Tana's... them, like, in the universe of this show, it's a real gorilla. But it's very much not a real gorilla. <laughs> yeah, so this gorilla walks in and just walks up to Angie. Angie <laughs> freaks out and hides in a corner. And Mother Michigan has her frying pan. And they're like, help, help, help. Yeah. And then Tana pulls away, uh, peels out, um, and as he's doing that, we cut back to Michigan, Mother Michigan, and Angie, and the grill's real close to Angie, and then he takes off, and he leaves, he leaves and jumps into a back of a van, <laughs> and, yeah. a, and a guy closes the door, jumps in the van, and they peel away, just as Tana's coming in, yeah. into the shot with the, in, the, in the Thunderbird, um, anyways, he kind of looks at him. But he keeps going, goes to the house, and comes in, gun out, and the gorilla's gone. <laughs> it was just very sweet. Like, Dan just dropped everything. Like, like the, the, he dropped the entire B story to just go, go save them from this gorilla. Oh, I, yeah. The best part of this is, since I screwed up the beginning. Oh, um, But they're like, Dan, it's a gorilla. You have to come save us. Bloody well, yeah. Bloody's like stall him <laughs> stall him i'm on my way dan there's a gorilla attacking us what should we do stall him <laughs> you know angie you know, and this lady were just meeting for the first time you yes know, yeah you're both you guys fully please capable of- stall this gorilla somehow <laughs> like, like what are you gonna ask him like he, what he likes to do on the weekends like <laughs> I'm sure you have a family, Mr. Gorilla. I'm sure it's banana related, whatever <laughs> yeah. he does on the weekend. That's true. <laughs> Dole or Chiquita? Really? That's oh, very interesting. Don't get me started. <laughs> so, anyways, they managed to stall the gorilla somehow. Yeah. Anyways, so Which amounted to them like cowering in a corner with the frying pan. Yeah. I so, don't know. Tana shows up too late. Angie's happy. Mother Michigan's relieved. Oh, and then. Uh, Fast Freddy drove away yeah. with Benzer's pants. Then, then, too. Yeah, lot of, this is like this is not even three minutes in. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff yes. going on. Yes, when <laughs> Tana takes off, Benzer's surprised that he's doing this on his own. Yeah, and he has this giant ring of keys attached to a belt loop on his pants, and he's trying to figure out which key will get him into this Cadillac. Fast Freddy comes out of the casino, sees him trying to rip off his car. 
So he sneaks into the driver's side, Benzer's on the passenger's side, and just takes off. Because, <laughs> of course, Benzer is. Because Benzer is Benzer. Yeah. And he peels out with the keys still in the door, Benzer's keys, and it rips his pants off. It's like, and it's half his pants, too. It's like like exactly half, but vertical half. Because I <laughs> yeah. think like he had the keys attached to his pocket or whatever, so it just like ripped off one half of his pants. Vertical. <laughs> It was very impressive. And Binzer says to this, I wasn't finished yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anyways, um, so we're into the A story, we're into the B story, and we're at the police department. Uh, Mother Michigan and Tanner are talking to Bella. Um, you know. Oh, we got, I think, uh, wait, where, I think we might have skipped... A little, a little bit of how we um, get to know Mother Michigan. Okay, we can talk about that. <laughs> what, what do you I got? I have some stars there, though. Oh. We gotta go over. The... All right, what do you got? <laughs> I got uh, well, she, she's uh, the head of the Michigan quote unquote model agency, and then, then it's kind of understood that she's really a madam, but like, kind of like. She's trying to be legitimate, but, like, not really. Um, and then she's like, oh, I have models. All my girls are models. We have the Spelling Bee Champion of Wichita. <laughs> and uh, then she says, like, yeah, there's, like, the real estate guys after her. Because I didn't, It. I think, like, she was involved in a Ponzi scheme he was doing. And then, like, she realized what was going on and she was going to testify against him. That was, like, that was the big thing. So she's, like... This guy sent the gorilla after me because I'm going to testify against him. Well, it was land, buying land, yeah. real estate. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't what it was promised to be. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. clear on that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I noticed she was, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the police station. You're right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and then I think that's the real reveal about you know what she really does oh yeah no, yeah michigan models okay so this say, was at the Hookers. police station yes that was all at the police station okay which is weird yes <laughs> why don't we learn that she's a madam at the police station she's with dan tana and it's okay yeah um, i guess you know, so. so bella and mother <clears throat> michigan meet that's quite the uh quite the duo <laughs> yeah they could have their own golden girls like sitcom so yeah yeah, and um, yeah, Tana calls them hookers, and then she corrects him, Michigan models. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that's where we get into all of the spelling bee and everything. Um, and yeah, uh, Wana Worthmeyer, the, uh, we, fi- we find out he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, or so we think. Um, she said, you know, he, che- he cheated a lot of old people with these real estate deals. Um, he's cheating me, but I'm not going to let him get away with it. I'm going to testify to the real estate, state real estate board or something. And he's trying to scare me off, um, doing that. Um, so with that said, we're out of the police station, back to the desert inn. And who do we see on the gaming floor? Well, well, before that, I need to get in my stars here. Okay. All right. (laughs) First of all, she, uh, she, uh. She tells Dan to take an umbrella. When Dan, when they, yeah, when, yeah, Dan when they leave, take an umbrella. Because Mother Bella... Mishka, Michigan is going to stay at the police station for her safety. Yeah, and then Bella's like, it hasn't rained here in six months. She's like, well, you're due. And then then she like, she's somebody gave her a sandwich at that point, or, or, so she had been eating the whole scene, which I put a star next to. <laughs> but that doesn't really count. And then... But then her last line in that scene is, next time, hold the mayonnaise. I was like, Bella's not impressed. <laughs> and then I was I was impressed. <laughs> That's a big thing. That's a, Jews like mustard on their sandwiches, not mayonnaise. I like mayonnaise, though. <laughs> and mustard. I like both. Yeah. Yeah. You I like mix mayo. Mix them together. I like mayo a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, <laughs> I just if, if you learned anything from this podcast uh, of all the episodes that we do, it's that I love mayonnaise. Okay, any more stars? 
not right now. No, not right now. No. Okay, so <laughs> we're out of that scene and it, back to the Desert Inn where we find Tana on the gaming floor. And who does he run into? Our old friend. Roth. Roth, yep. And <laughs> Tana just asks, like, where's Roth? And Roth just appears. I'm right here. Which I <laughs> Dan, is Roth around? And then he just appears out of thin air. Roth is everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That was brilliant. Yeah. So anyways, the gist of the conversation is um, Tana wants to put Mother Michigan up in Roth's uh, penthouse suite for her own protection. Roth is kind of grumbling about it, but they're walking around the casino, talking fast, doing things, and they walk into the casino um, auditorium where the shows shows happen, and the uh, choreographer and the showgirls are... Um, practicing <laughs> and uh, Roth is like I gotta hold, hold on a second Tan I gotta I gotta give some notes here <laughs> you wanna uh, well first of all this is teased in the, the intro like the theme song of Vegas cause it's so amazing they're like you know what we just gotta show this for all of season one Roth hops up on stage and he like he, he leads them like in a circle. So he's like running around in a circle with them with his hands. With like, all the dancers. With, he takes over the rehearsal. Yeah, and he like, no, no, do it like this. Do it like this. Lots of energy. So his hands are in the air and he's just like flailing his hands basically and just like running around in a circle. But it looks elegant when he do when he does it. And when like the dancers follow him and it, it looks, I don't know, it yeah. looks like a big like... It looks like a big Vegas show. Yeah. He's like, come on, we got to pick it up. These people paid a lot of money to see a show. we got to pick up the tempo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he gets them all running around in a circle. <laughs> and then he just exits. He gets off the stage, takes a couple of laps, and gets yeah. off and goes back to Tana. <laughs> They're still running around <laughs> in a circle. Yeah. Yeah, and he said something like, I know how to make an exit. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. They keep walking, and then they're in the ice cream shop. Oh, well, first, oh, what we, else got we got another Roth line. Like, oh, you got another Roth he, line? <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> Some random, you know, like the, the women who walk around with drinks for everybody. Like, she 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 just happens to be standing there, and he walks right up to her, picks up the glass, and he's like, is this a martini? It's in the wrong glass, and it's not full. <laughs> he's just it's... really... You know why I like Roth so much? Because he's really detail-oriented. That's right. I'm very detail-oriented. Although not with this show. But when I'm at work, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) without any further ado, we're into the ice cream uh, section Mm -hmm. of this uh, scene with Roth. Roth. He's, uh, I guess, after all choreography practice, practice he likes to go get ice cream in the yeah ice cream shop in the casino and roth calls instead of sprinkles he says spreckles spreckles yeah tana doesn't want ice cream and he's like you have to have some ice cream <laughs> so he's like tana says i'll have vanilla vanilla yeah very imaginative or yeah. what i didn't write that part down i just I, <laughs> I loved it but i didn't write it down oh and by the way uh, roth said yes to mother michigan say, staying in his suite oh yeah yeah, yeah. Roth picked up like he just like he just asked for ice cream and then they handed him like black ice cream it was literally like it looked like uh, it was like the color black like licorice or something Roth didn't even know what flavor it was <laughs> and yeah Tana gets vanilla Roth is like that's pathetic put some spreckles on it yeah <laughs> and Tana's like no spreckles <laughs> but they have ice cream and yeah. they put on the spreckles anyway, yeah. too. <laughs> Anyways, so they're back in the casino eating their ice cream, and Roth decides to play cards with some shake. Yeah. He's a high roller. And uh, B-, B calls, uh, B, B yeah. calls Tana on one of the casino house, house, full, <laughs> Dan house call, phones. Dan, like, before uh, Roth, uh, Roth gives the ice cream to Dan, so now Dan's holding two ice cream cones. I thought this was very impressive. Dan is holding the two ice cream cones, and he was on the phone, like the, you know, the casino phone woman was Crook there. Of his neck. Yeah, and he's holding the two ice cream cones and like eating them too. I just thought it was really hard to pull off. <laughs> yeah. So B is calling to give uh, Dan an update that uh, Binzer has lost his pants. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tana, in the meantime, is like, okay. <laughs> By the way, can you have? Um, 
uh, Mother Mishkin uh, transport transported from the police station to the suite. So we get that information. Uh, and then we cut to a commercial set out in the desert. Mm-hmm. And that's where we have our evil rel- uh, real estate developer, uh, Wana Worthmeyer. He's set out. He's shooting a commercial. He's in a safari suit. He's got an elephant gun. He looks like a cheesy real estate develop- developer. He's mm-hmm. got like a big backdrop of like this green development yeah. while they're out in the desert. And um, Tana <laughs> pays him a visit. What did you write down any of Worthmeyer's lines? <laughs> like this is um like part of his commercial. He says, yeah. I'm a humanitarian, sometimes a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> like that's an additional thing. Like, sometimes <laughs> even a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we know who we're dealing with. Yeah. Um uh, anyways, Tana's just paying him a f- friendly visit to uh basically let him know that he's on to him and that he shouldn't bother Mother Michigan. And Worthmeyer is just kind of like, ah, she's, I'm not doing anything to her. Get out of here. I'm a businessman. How dare you? Do you know how yeah. much, know how much these commercials cost? <laughs> and all this time, uh, Tana has been, uh, sticking, uh, sticking up, um, Worthmeyer's tough guy, uh, off, off set with his fingers and the tough guy thinks it's a gun. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, very, very damn Tana. Over. I have a good damn line too. Oh, yeah. Part of that. Please. That's why you send a gorilla to pretend she's a bunch of bananas. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's uh, it's one of those Vegas money lines. So. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, we see the finger gun is just a finger gun, and that's the scene. So we've found out mm-hmm. who uh, Roth is, or uh, who Wanna Worthmeyer is. I should. We know who Roth is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now we're at Roth's uh, penthouse suite, and Mother Michigan is there, and uh, Tana walks in, and he knocks on the door, and someone else answers. It's a blonde lady, one of I guess we can we assume it's one of Mother Michigan's friends. Yeah, and, quote unquote friends, yeah. quote unquote models, whatever. Yeah, you, yeah. She's a pretty blonde lady with a mole right next to her mouth. Yeah. And Tana comes in and finds out there's all kinds of ladies there. It's like they're having a party and he's not real happy. <laughs> you know, Mother Michigan, what are you doing with all these people here? You're not, no one's supposed to know where you're, where you are. You yeah. Know? She's like, these are my friends. I didn't think it would be a problem. You put me up in such a nice place. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you sent me such nice, nice champagne. And, Look at this big bottle. Yeah. Yeah. On the coffee table, there's one of those giant bottles of champagne. <laughs> like you see, like. At the end of a buffet or something, yeah. like it's like the the three gallon bottle of champagne. He's like, I didn't send any champagne. It's a bomb. Everyone get out. Which I don't know how he went from that to bomb. But... Yeah, I mean it's Las Vegas. <laughs> well, you know, I I guess because she's he's like I didn't send it. If I didn't send it, it must be a bomb. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe Roth sent it. You don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, like, how uncommon is this in Vegas, a giant bottle of champagne? Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so he takes it and throws it in the closet and, like, throws Mother Mother Michigan down out, out the door with him. And it's a bomb. Yep. <laughs> the closet explodes. <laughs> Commercials. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was serious. They blew up Ross Sweet. That's, that's not good. Um, <laughs> and uh, we come back and we're... Safely at Dantana's uh, place, um, and Mother Michigan's like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you wrote anything down. I did. Yeah, what do you have? <laughs> I'm all right, but you look tired. You should rest. <laughs> I put a star next to okay. that. <laughs> I, I wrote one explosion. And he won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very much like, don't worry about me. I'm okay. You need rest. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That whole attitude. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so we're back at Tana's place, and Bella calls, and she's got info on the bomb. And we learn the, it, it wasn't like a bomb meant to kill. It was a bomb that was meant to st- shoot straight up into the ceiling yeah. through the champagne bottle. So, you know, it was meant to scare people. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, if you wouldn't have thrown it in the closet, everybody would have been okay. It wouldn't have <laughs> destroyed the hotel which is, room. Which is awkward. Yeah. But... Tana's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> which is true. I also noted that during the scene, Dan is drinking just a glass of milk. <laughs> Keep those just... bones strong. I know. He does throughout this, like, last episode, he's like, He's drinking milk, too. Yeah. It's very wholesome. It's like his comfort drink. Just milk. Yeah. Um, And we find out from Bella um, that, uh, or we find out that we think we know who built the bomb, the general. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's only one person in Vegas who who built stuff like that. Tana theorizes because he knows all Vegas. Like, there's only one person (laughs) in Vegas who could build this, the Mm -hmm. general. So we're off to the general's place. uh, (laughs) At who works at... A store that's just called Guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the establishing shot is just a big sign that says Guns. It's like the other half of the sign isn't in the shot or something. Like, yeah. They, they didn't have it in the budget to make a real sign that said the General's Guns. I guess. <laughs> so we're at Guns. Yeah. And uh, we, we walk in on the General, who is... Sid Caesar. Sid Caesar is the General, and he's... Presumably working on guns. Yeah. He's tinkering in the back of a store. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like, we're closed. Oh, it's Tana. I know Tana because this is his show. <laughs> yeah. There's and, really no other excuse yeah. at this point. <laughs> and uh, Tana kind of grills him about the bomb. And he's like, you know, why would you make something like this? And he's like, what? I just thought it was like it was supposed to be a party gift. I don't know who bought it, you know? Yeah. You know, it was just, just a big firecracker. You know, and Tana finds out that, you know, he dropped it off at a P.O. box and got, had the, the cash was there, so, like, he didn't see anybody, um, you know. And then Tana turns to leave, and he sees the elephant gun that uh, Worthmeyer had at the commercial shoot. And he's like, well, if you don't know who made this bomb, why do you have this gun? This is Worthmeyer's gun, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, but he never shoots it, and, you know, I don't, you know, you just, I, it's my, you know, I just hold it for him kind of thing. Um, so that implicates Worthmeyer as far as Tana's concerned, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, it's Sid Caesar, he's a general, so he's like, come on, this isn't gonna, like, you aren't gonna tell anybody about this, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm a vet, I'm trying to make some extra there bucks. There is some serious gravitas in this scene, though, <laughs> like, towards the end of this scene, like, it's like, I was in the war, and now I'm just here making these little guns, and, uh, yeah. like, it was, like, a real, like, serious yeah. moment. For Sid Caesar, which is interesting. Yeah. So, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, so Some Tana's, fine acting. That's right. And at the end of the scene, Tana and and the general are buddies, and Tana, Tana's going to leave, and uh, the general's like, wait, i got to show you my latest invention. <laughs> and he starts lighting a match to light a fuse for something that's right on their bench, and Tana's like, uh, shouldn't we back up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they light it, and it starts kind of fizzling and poofing. And then it just kind of fizzles out. Yeah. And the general's like, ah. Oh, there's another line that the general says at some point. It was, I think they're, were they talking about Worthmeyer, but the sardine can line? Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it Worthmeyer or just somebody else? No, it was Worthmeyer because we're trying to make the point at how uh, feckless Worthmeyer is. You know, he doesn't shoot stuff. Like, he's not really a tough guy. Says that. You can knock the S off a sardine can at 200 yards. That's provided the can is defenseless. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Worthmeyer's a pussycat, basically. Um, anyways, and then uh, the general's new firecracker doesn't work. That's kind of the wah-wah at the end of the scene. <laughs> and uh, Tana's like, maybe it can be a cockroach landmine. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And then he got really excited, like, yeah, landmine for cockroaches. I'll get right on that. <laughs> And scene. Yeah. And uh, Dan is back in his car uh, talking to B, who's called, um, to let us know all important B story stuff. Binger's <laughs> on a payphone to let him know, I got him this time. He's at a disco. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the car. And uh, Dan's like, yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> so Binger tries to get in the car, and a car alar- they, they put a car alarm on the car, and he sets it off. And it sounds like a 70s car alarm. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a... It's it's like um. <laughs> it sounded like it would have been heard in the disco. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Watch the episode. You'll see what we mean. 
I can't even remember what the sound was. Seventies technology is what we heard. Yeah. Anyways, fast Freddy. Fast Freddy and his big friends come out and corner Binzer against the car, and Binzer's like, "Hey, hey, I don't know." Right on, man. Peace. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down that too. Yeah. Right on. Peace. And then he's like, uh-oh, I'm going to get pounded. So he says, don't hurt the face. <laughs> you know, Benzer's moneymaker, yeah. his face. Benzer's money-making face. Anyways, that's the scene. Benzer can't steal a car to save his life. <laughs> <laughs> With the keys. Doesn't he? No, he doesn't have He doesn't have keys. Have keys. That's he's, right. Yeah, that's why he sets the alarm off. Ah, Benzer. Then we're back at... Uh, Roth's blowed up sweet <laughs> and he's sulking in a big leather chair and Tana walks in and we're like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Don't call me slick when I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Dan's like, Hey Slick, how's yeah. it going? Don't call me slick when I'm mad. Yeah, and then we see all of his fine Italian clothing that's custom made and it's all blowed up and singed sitting yeah. on his bed. His, sil- his new silk suit. Yeah. And then since they love each other. Tana just kind of is like, come on, man. And then Roth is like, yeah, okay, no problem. <laughs> Roth can totally get more suits. Yeah. Was... I mean, come on. <laughs> that, Yeah, I don't know what purpose that scene really served other than getting Roth in there. <laughs> it was funny. It was worth it. Yeah, it was, it's always worth it to get Roth in a scene. Yeah. And then we're back at the police department. Uh, <laughs> and he's... What's he doing there? Oh, he's picking, he's bailing out Binzer. <laughs> Binzer's all ragged, his clothes are all torn. It's so weird, too, because it looks like, like... It, it looks like a gorilla ripped his clothes apart. Kind of. It And, like, it looks like like he had two shirt pockets, and, like, they just tore him down. Yeah. So, like, you could see his chest. And his face is all dirty. Yeah. So it's like he was in a cartoon bomb. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. And uh, so basically, uh, he bails out Benzer, and he's like, "Listen, if this is too hard, you know, I'll get somebody else." And Benzer's like, "No, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll get the car." So uh, that's our Benzer update. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we see a couple of not so looking, not so nice looking guys in a van pull up outside of Tana's place, and we know the Tufts are back. <laughs> this time, they just run in. With a bag, and they dump a rattlesnake on the kitchen floor in front of Mother Michigan. I don't understand. <laughs> and these guys are like cowboy-looking guys. Yeah, they look like they look like stuntmen from the seventies. This is just a really weird intimidation tactic. <laughs> yeah. Like I know we'll throw in a snake. Yeah, and they have like the snake hook, and he's like prodding the snake to go towards Mother Michigan. Did they even have masks on? No, no, they're just in there in their clothes. They, like, just, they just run in yeah, and they're like, like hey, snake time. Hey, hey, <laughs> this is for you. Yeah, snake. snake time. And they like pick the snake up, and they, and they have like a real close up of the bad guy and the snake. Like, talking to Mother Michigan, he's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to be back for you. The guy also, like, he runs in, like, the bag. He's holding the bag shut. And he runs in, like, snake prod first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait, are you going to hurt her with that first? Why are you running with that no, first? No, I'm going to dump a snake on the like, floor. <laughs> what? These guys are, oh, man. Yeah, you, you got to do it, isn't it? You know, you got to do it, like, you got to let the snake in through the window kind of deal. Yeah. But, but they just wanted to scare her, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and before they, that, I have uh, another Mother Michigan uh, stereotype. Okay. <laughs> she was making soup, and her recipe was from Kiev. That's which is in Russia. <laughs> she tells Angie, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, she's just making soup. <laughs> <laughs> just being a grandma. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, the snake and the tough, the bad guys leave. They just scare her. Yeah. And they say we'll be back, and then they leave, and then they leave, and Tana shows up again. Yeah, he and dropped Tana, everything yeah. again to come back. Well, I didn't even think. This time he was just coming back. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they didn't even get their call. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, and then he kind of looks back like he's going to chase him, and then he's like, no, and he runs in with his gun. And, uh, you know, Mother Michigan is uh, really upset this time. Yeah. Angie was really upset last time. Now Mother Michigan's really upset. 
Yeah. And she's like, okay, I just forget it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna testify against uh, Worthmeyer. It's not worth it, you know. And Hannah's mad. And he's like, no way. We're gonna get him. You have to trust me. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. So that's commercial break too. Um, so. Anyways, we know Tana has a plan, and uh, they're gonna leave. They're gonna leave. Uh, Mother Michigan and Tanner are gonna leave in the T-Bird, and uh, he he asks Angie to CB. Oh yeah. To get on the CB and call his old friend Two Leaf and tell Two Leaf that they're on their way to his ranch, you know. And Angie is like, "That everyone's gonna hear that," and he's like, "I know, Angie." <laughs> so the trap is set. They're going to Two Leafs. I got it. I mean, sometimes Angie really gets it. Yeah. Sometimes she doesn't. Yes. But at yes. least she was like, wait, it's, everybody's yeah. going to think, everybody's going to hear us. Yeah. You know, so anyways. Yeah. I was I'm impressed. Sure. Yeah. I, I like it when Angie gets something right yeah. sometimes, even if Dan's two steps ahead of her. Yeah. She does. Yeah. So Dan's going out to Two Leafs Ranch. We pull up to the ranch, and it's a new guy playing Two Leaf. It's not <laughs> the same Two Leaf. This is just like, this episode, is episode four. Yeah, episode four. And the old Two Leaf was really good, so. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this guy's okay, too. He looks like a Two Leaf, but anyways, he looks like more like Jethro Two, two Leaf than other two, the old Two Leaf. <laughs> Jethro Two Leaf? Yeah, he kind of looks like a mix between Jethro and Two Leaf. It was Jethro. From the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was bigger and stockier. Oh, okay. Kind of has a voice like that. Anyways, um, uh, Mother Michigan goes in. Tana makes sure Mother Michigan gets in the house, and Tuleaf and him uh, hatch a plan because they know the bad guys are going to be on their way. Oh, I have another. When, when Mother Michigan sees Tuleaf for the first time, she's like, oh, you're such a big, strong man. Are you married? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was another one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, yeah. Um, sh- uh, sure. Immediately, the p- pickup truck with the bad guys pull up uh, down the road from the ranch. And they get out and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get her this time. <laughs> and they have a birdcage with a cover over it. Yeah. So one guy like, has that and the other guy's a rifle. But... And so it's like, all right, like, what do they have in there? Like, they went from gorilla, a quote unquote real gorilla. And then a snake, like what, like what bird, like a hawk or like yeah. what kind of bird is in there? Hawk attacker. I don't know. Falcon. <laughs> yeah. He just flies away. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so they tease us and tease us about, oh yeah, we're going to get her. And then we see, uh, they pull the cloth back and it's tarantulas. <laughs> they... Who puts tarantulas in a bird cage? You got to put them in something. Plastic tanks. It was the 70s. I don't know. There's no way they didn't have those little plastic tanks back then. These guys didn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So they take off through the brush, sneaking up on the uh, sneaking up on the ranch. They think they're sneaking up. Oh, and the, the one guy says, yeah, like, like this is their plan. Like, I'm going to pull my hoot owl. Yeah, they, like, they make a little plan. Like, I just like that line. The guy with the rifle is, uh, we see Tana. We see Tana kind of yell to Tuleaf, who's in the barn. And the bad guys are watching, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got the drop on him. But we know that Tana's got the drop on him. Anyway, so we see Tuleaf is clearly in the barn. Tana goes in the house, and the tough guys hatch their plan based on that. So the the guy in the with the rifle is going to go to the barn and get Tuleaf, and Spider-Man is going to sneak in, sneak in the house and take out Tana and then scare Mother Michigan again with spiders this time. And that's where the hoot owl thing comes in. Yeah. Yeah, his plan is to make a hoot owl noise, and then we know the plan is on. Which, uh, there's there's no no such thing as a hoot owl. It's just an owl that hoots owls hoot. I just like this guy... Just calls owls hoot owls. These guys are idiots. Yeah. Um, anyways, so he uh, gets out a gun to the spider guy. Yeah. And lets out a ridiculous hoot. Hoot. <laughs> hoot. Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> like clearly a yeah. guy saying yeah. hoot with a southern accent. Yeah. And uh, 
Then we cut to the other tough guy with the rifle sneaking into the back of the barn where Two Leaf has been throwing hay. Two Leaf walks further into the barn. The rifle guy goes in and steps into a bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> Covered in hay. Ouch. Part of the trap. The Ouch. trap is sprung. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. And um, uh, then uh, the spider guy tries to get the jump on Tana, and Tana basically just smacks him in the head, and that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tana and Two Leaf tie those guys up I, by their legs and arms. Yeah, like, and they hang up the guy whose ankle is in the bear trap. They hang him up by his legs. Yeah, well, it sucks to be a bad guy. But, like, that, that guy's looking at, like, a... a broken bones and like horrible wounds from a bear trap and they hang him up by his legs not their problem oh come on they're trying to kill mother michigan are but they're not trying to kill her they're trying to scare her they don't know that (laughs) so far they're trying to scare her spoiler alert hannah doesn't know that yeah yeah that's true bear trap yeah yeah so it's like an old west movie now they've got these guys that are tied <laughs> yeah, up really hanging is. one hanging by his wrist the other guy hanging by his legs and they have two leaf building like a fire like they're threatening like oh this two leaf character is gonna build a fire and he's like yeah if i build it right it'll burn slow enough and they'll burn all night i always like that the, like tana uses like two leafs like perceived mysticism against enemies like yeah. i don't know what this guy's gonna do he's crazy hey, <laughs> he has worked. all these weird rituals that nobody knows about yeah and then two uh, leaves like i don't i'll go along with it whatever so tana grills these guys like who hired you you know is it worth and they're like no you know we find out that worth did did hire him but it was just the gorilla like, oh yeah, it was just the, you know. It was the gorilla and the snake. The gorilla in okay. Yeah, it was both, because it was like, oh, we got the gorilla, and then we sent over another package, too. Oh, and that's, okay, yeah, and, well, they say they didn't talk to Worthmeyer. They said they talked to his secretary. That's where yeah. things get interesting, because they're like, oh, what, yes, it was, and this is a confusing part of the scene, because they deny it's Worthmeyer, and then Tana's like, well, then who did you, who hired you? And they say it's a lady. Worthmeyer's secretary. Like, <laughs> these guys are dumb. And that scene, yeah, it's like, well, okay. <laughs> we just yeah. wasted 30 seconds at of no all our point, lives. At no point where these guys like, well, maybe Worthmeyer's secretary had her own agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's probably the secretary who's doing all this. Like, <laughs> guys, come on. Anyways, so, so now Tana's like, boy, who is this? Because, I mean, it's Worthmeyer's secretary, I guess. Okay, that makes sense. Um, anyways, so Tana takes off with those guys <laughs> tied up and two leaves watching them. Um, so, um, Tana pulls up and he goes into an... He's back in Vegas. And he shows up to a recording studio where uh, <laughs> Worthmeyer is recording his latest radio ad. Yeah. And he just kind of breezes into the um, engineering room where... Um, um, then the lead engineer yes i couldn't figure out she's wearing a shirt like a t-shirt it said audio magic studios nj schultz lead engineer and i couldn't figure out if like that was her or like it was her boss like just made up these shirts for i would like to think that was her and she's like i'm making a shirt for myself that's how i understood it it's the 70s i want to make a shirt for myself anyway We can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Anyways, so, you know, um, Tana charms her. She's she very, she, again, she's very pretty. There's a lot of pretty girls on this show, Tana, et cetera. Tana's like, hey, how you doing? Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> Worthmeyer sees him and he's like, get out of here. You don't got nothing on me, kind of thing. And Tana just goes right into the recording booth and Worthmeyer tells the uh, his tough guy to beat him up. Uh, Tana promptly beats up the tough guy. <laughs> He's out of the way. Yeah. And uh, Worthmeyer's cornered in the recording studio going, Don't hit me. I just had my teeth capped. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I also I want to add a new, another visual of what the studio looks like, the yeah. recording studio. Um, like, if you've ever seen any recording booth, like, you probably have and you just haven't realized it, like, like, 
the gray foam that looks kind of like an egg crate. Like they call it egg crate foam. I don't know how long that's been an industry standard, but it's. I feel like it's long enough. But this studio on Vegas, their their soundproofing was like padded velour. Oh, shag, shag, yeah, and shag 70s, carpeting. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, was... <laughs> that was on the wall, like pat, like velour padding, and shag. Ah, oh, I just, I just liked it. I just, yeah. why we should do that? They should return to that instead of egg crate foam. That's what I say. Yeah. It was maroon. It was like yeah. a nice seventies maroon color. It was beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. That's what it's like in Tony Bennett's recording studio. Story. Probably, yeah. 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 Very classy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or Wayne Newton's. Yeah. Anyways, don't hit me. I had my teeth. I just had my teeth capped, and uh, he corners uh, Tana corners uh, Worthmeyer, and he's like, "What about your secretary?" And uh, Worthmeyer's like, "What secretary? That costs money. I don't want to spend money on a secretary." <laughs> don't you got a girl? I don't got a girl. You know how much one of those costs? Yeah. <laughs> like you... The 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. It's kind of hard to believe a guy like that doesn't have a secretary, but yeah. also believable he doesn't have a secretary. Yeah. Because he's such a cheap prick. <laughs> yeah. Ripping people off. Uh, anyways, um, this is where we find out, you know, he's like, you sent the gorilla, you sent the snake, you sent the spiders, you know. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't I didn't do that. Like I, I sent the gorilla and the snake. And the snake. I didn't I didn't send the spiders, you know. Yeah. That wasn't me. Someone else is doing that. You know, I don't have a secretary, you know. <laughs> you got to believe me. Don't hit me in the face. <laughs> and Tana's really mad now. Nobody wants to be hit on the in the face on this show. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah, Dan's mad and then he's like, "I wish I didn't believe you." Dun 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 yeah. dun. End of scene. Commercial. Yeah. Exactly. So now there's someone else Tana has to find. It's not just Worthmeyer. It's Worthmeyer a little bit. Though. I naively thought the show was over at that point. It's like, oh, they got Worthmeyer and we're done. Oh, wait. There's, there's a twist. Yep. <laughs> um, anyways, so Tana has a hunch. And he's uh, on the phone with Bella. And he wants um, Bella to do more work for free. <laughs> as he always does just just do this thing for me mm-hmm. anyways um he wants to he's suspicious now because it's a woman he's suspicious of uh, mother michigan's friend the blonde lady mm-hmm. yeah you know like what's her deal you know and we find out uh that uh she, this blonde lady had just bailed those two yahoos out of jail which i guess means two leaf took him to jail <laughs> He's like, I don't want these guys here anymore. We're just <laughs> yeah. going to go to jail. Yeah. So, anyways, um, um, Tana's like, well, who's this blonde lady? You have to, like, find out to Bella. Like, <laughs> she's like, okay. Uh, that narrows it down. And we, her name is um, uh, Lila Ross. Lillian, L- Lillian. Lillian Ross. Lillian yeah. Ross. Um, you know, check out all Lillian Ross. She's blonde with a mole. Sounds like the lady who just bailed these goons out. Um, and then we're back at Tana's, and uh, we find out uh, Mother Michigan is, uh, was supposed to be there, but she just left with Lillian. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> and uh, Bella has called because she has information and tells Tana where Lillian lives. You know, blah, 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 Ranch Drive, Rancho Drive. Sounds like a Las Vegas address. Um, so... Things are picking up. Um, Tana takes off and goes to, um, is presumably on his way to Lillian's house. And we cut to Lillian's house where uh, Lillian and Mother Michigan are. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where we find out some backstory as to why Lillian is really bad. We always find out backstory in like the last ten minutes of this show. Like, Oh, actually, this person you've seen the whole time, actually, they have this whole backstory, and that's why they're the person who did it. Yeah, it's kind of like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Not quite Scooby-Doo, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we find out that Lillian was one of Mother Michigan's models. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this model was 15 and got pregnant. Mm-hmm. She was... 
She was arrested at age 15 for hooking. Yep. And when they arrested her, she was pregnant. Right. So that's all Bella knows. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but we, we're finding this out now from Lillian as well. Because Lillian and uh, uh, yeah. Mother Michigan are at Lillian's house. But and... Bella told Dan, like, oh, this girl was arrested at 15. She was pregnant. Yes. So then we're seeing Lillian and Mother Michigan at uh, Lillian's house, yes, right? Yes, yes. And yeah. Lillian, and they're talking about this basically. Yeah. The same story. But Mother Michigan's like, oh, at least, you know, it all turned out for the best kind of thing. Yeah, because, and Lillian's been, like, saving all these newspaper clippings this whole, like, her whole baby's life. And, like, she's, like, a teen dancer and, like, but, like, legit dancer. <laughs> not a, not a quote-unquote model, but, like, she's in, like, competitions and stuff. And, uh, you know, like, they're, they're reminiscing about whether they did the right thing or not and. That kind of thing. And, yeah, they're... Mother Michigan's reminiscing and... Yeah, we, yeah. We see Lillian is kind of seething. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah, we find out from them that, yeah, that Mother Michigan made sure that uh, she gave the baby away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we know it's revenge. Um, and then Tana pulls up... Uh, Pulls up to the house, but I guess he's missed missed them because mm-hmm. he goes in and he goes into the same bedroom and what looks around they're all gone, and this is when Tana kind of pieces things together because he sees all the newspaper clippings mm-hmm. and photos, and then he picks up a paper that has an article in it cut out, so he calls Angie. I just and yeah no keep going. And he's like, "What? Look at today's paper." And she's like, "I already looked at today's paper." It's like, Angie, come on. <laughs> so she looks at the paper to the same page, and we find out that the article that was cut out was for a wedding that's hey, of, in Vegas of, of a, that girl. The girl, yeah. yes. I mean, yeah. It said her name. It said her name, yeah. 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 Deborah or whatever. I just love that that was like a very, that was like a, a, a plot device that wouldn't never, that could never be used ever again. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I'm going to call you on this landline phone, Angie, what's, like, pick up the newspaper from today. Like, I'm holding a newspaper that has the clipping cut out of it. What's in the newspaper today? It could still happen, but it shouldn't. (laughs) There are landlines and newspapers. (laughs) Yeah, but come on. Maybe on CBS. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> maybe. No, they had CSI Cyber. They're yeah. way. They're Oof. with it. Ugh. They're with it. I anyway. don't know about that. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, landlines and newspapers. Um, so Tana knows where to go. So the chase is on, and uh, we cut to um, this little brown chapel, um, the Church of the West. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. It looks like the little brown chapel in L.A. If mm-hmm. anybody knows what that is. Um, and a wedding's getting out, and the happy couple's waving to everybody and gets in a car and takes off. And the car takes off, and we see Lillian and Mother Michigan watching it go like they were at the wedding. And um, let's see. This is why you got to have security guards at your wedding so yes. you don't get randos. Because yeah. to, to Deborah, these people are randos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we have we also see across the street there's a store, and up on the ceiling on the roof of the store, overlooking across the street and overlooking the chapel, those two tough guys are back at it. And excuse me, the one guy has his rifle. <laughs> yeah, the one guy's ankle completely healed. <laughs> yes, he can still shoot. He, he never had to get it amputated. Yeah, yeah. So they're across the street, clearly getting ready to do some sniper action. Um, and uh, which I mean, there's no way that would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> They're cl- clearly idiots. Um, and uh, Mother Michigan and Lillian are watching them go by, and they sit down on a bench, and Lillian is really kind of um, revealing her true intentions to Mother Michigan. You know, like you really hurt me, and 
you know. You're like, I could have had a life with yeah, my daughter. Yeah, like, and you, you stole taking, that from me. Taking and... my kid away was not great. It ruined yeah. my life, you know. What was I supposed to do, um, you know? And now I'm going to hurt you kind of thing. And I tried to hurt you, but you wouldn't scare, you know. Yeah, like I tried to make you crazy with all that stuff. Yeah, like. But you weren't scared. <laughs> yeah. First I thought a gorilla would do it. And you didn't go crazy, basically. <laughs> and yeah. a snake didn't work. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> then earlier today, I was like, well, spiders are going to do it. Surely the tarantulas will drive her insane. So that didn't work. So finally Lillian has snapped and is going to... Uh, kill her yeah and that's you know we're being a little glib about it but that's what's happening yeah um and tana comes pulling up just in time and uh runs up to runs up to them and sits down at the bench and starts talking to lillian and mother michigan kind of like you know mother michigan's trying to help you she's you know allowed your daughter to grow up and be happy at the wedding what's wrong with that you know? yeah like if if you kept your daughter when when you were 15 like she would have just seen you coming home from turning tricks and yeah. she would have ended up just like you and is that what you really wanted for her and yeah and then that finally broke her yeah and then she like, was like hugging mother mishkin and yeah and then she's like but it's too late yeah it's too late they're gonna shoot you <laughs> <laughs> like why is it too late she can't like wave them off that was that was the biggest issue i had in this whole episode like isn't there a signal like hey guys if something changes like and I, or I don't want you shooting near me. I'm gonna wave my arms frantically. Yeah. Then don't shoot. It's not like she hired like professional Russian hitmen or like the yeah. mob. Like where yeah. it's like it's you can't call these guys off. These guys are like wannabe hitmen with a van and a gorilla suit. I was surprised <laughs> that uh, that the one guy had a scope for his rifle. That's how bad these guys are. Shoot varmints, you know. I you know, guess. Anyways, so it's too late, and um, anyways, so and the the signal. I mean, the signal for them to shoot was Mother Michigan stands up. Yeah, Lillian was gonna have Mother Michigan stand up, and then they were gonna shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So like I somehow don't know, I don't we can never what, we can't get around that somehow. I don't know what her plan was though, because she was like giving you know this. T- she was giving her this talk this, before Dan comes. Like I thought you would go crazy, but now I have to kill you. Like. <laughs> I guess, like, she expected her to run? Yeah, I don't know. Like, you just going to give her a pat on the rumps and she stands up? <laughs> I know. Anyways, uh... um, so um, Tana, like, hatches a plan. Lillian's on their side now, like, get in your car and drive. And they do, and Tana runs to his car, and the guys start shooting because they see, like, Mother Michigan's getting away, so they open fire they also don't from across her. the street. They don't shield her well enough either, because, like, they all know where the sh- shooting is uh, coming from. So, like, they don't, I feel like they don't shield her well enough. Like, if they just stood in front of her, that would have been a sign to those guys, like, oh, something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is the big final yeah. action scene. So Mother Michigan peels out in a station wagon with Lillian, and uh, the wedding crowd goes running from the gunshots and tana hops in his t-bird and speeds across the street to the store and uh the guys are like oh no and they're trying to get off the roof and uh tana climbs up the roof and corners them <laughs> and it's kind of short that's yeah, it like it was like short. they don't even put up a fight really he's just like gotcha drop your guns and they drop their guns and they're like mm-hmm. rats and he throws them their handcuffs and they put the handcuffs on and, but at that point though like mother michigan's like off in a car like yeah. their job is done yeah. like they they can't do anything That's so it's true. like they might as well just surrender yep so everything's all wrapped up yeah commercial <laughs> then we come back and bins are still in the case he's you see still, the cadillac he in the never car wash. changed his shirt yeah. either <laughs> so bins Dan told them to bins are tracked down uh fast freddy in the cadillac to a car wash it's in the car wash you know in the automatic car wash getting soaps and suds and uh fast freddy's just hanging out outside and leaning on a gate <laughs> and uh binzer sneaks up and puts a like a leg hand a leg shackle on him <laughs> mm-hmm. ties him to the gate that's hand- handcuffs but, yeah it's like uh, a know. long one it's yeah a, um and fast Freddy's like you can't do this to me and binzer takes off in the cadillac we're like yay binzer finally did something right <laughs> and then he shows up um 
in a suit. A brand new suit. Yeah, a brand new suit. So his he stopped. Hair, his hair slipped Cleaned back. up, yep. Marches into Dan, Tana's place and he's like, I got it. Got the car. Uh, I need $50. But I got the car. You know, and Tana's like, uh, what's $50 for? Oh, yeah, expenses. I think I want to see the car first. Oh, no, it's okay. I got to, you know, it's out there. It's fine. And they go outside and the Cadillac's smashed up in the front on a wrecker. He needs $50 for the wrecker. Uh, and, uh, come on, yeah. Benzer. Oh, so close, Benzer. He's like, I guess I didn't use my turn signal. <laughs> and Tana's like, how about you get $50 from the finance company? Credits. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so close, Benzer. Yet so far away. Oh, Benzer. And that's the episode. Yep. It was exciting. Had lots of fun lines, like about bananas and vegetarians. Mother Michigan was full Mother of Michigan. positive Jewish stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> and her and Bella. There's, there's worse stereotypical behavior, I know, but yeah. She had a heart of gold. Ultimately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably still running uh, girls, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's Vegas. Yeah. So we'll be back next time with episode five. Who knows what's going to happen? Lions, um, Jewish grandmas. <laughs> Anything can happen. Somebody in a gorilla suit, Someone... but they, but everybody in the show thinks it's a real gorilla. Yep, that's right. So anything can happen. So we'll see you next time on next week on episode five of Vegas. Yeah. Thank Bye. you. Thank you.